KPH 9:10 a.m. interview of the week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas, and I am so excited to bring you uh, an interview uh, with some uh, wonderful folks from an organization that we have teamed up with over many, many years. I know you've heard their name, and they've been so supportive of us, and we try to be as supportive of them uh, as well. And it is none other than the Catholic Foundation. You can find them online at catholicfoundation.com. And uh, their director of marketing and communications is Bill Kula. And uh, he actually is here in studio uh, with me, and he's not going to be speaking. He brought with him uh, a wonderful senior from Crystal Ray High School who is uh, part of the corporate work study program, Ana Chavez. And she's not going to speak either, but uh, it just shows you all the good things that the Catholic Foundation is doing. And Bill recently put out a press release uh, saying that the Catholic Foundation have na- has named Darina odowd Padian. Uh, their new vice president of development and Cheryl Yunus Mansour, who is no stranger to our radio waves, and I've interviewed her many times, has been appointed senior vice president of donor relations. And so I said, Bill, can you get them in studio and we do an interview? And that's exactly what we have here. Uh, all four of them are in studio. So I'm very delighted to welcome uh, Darina O'Dowd-Padian to our studio for the first time and also uh, Cheryl Yunus Mansour uh, here for um, several times before. So thank you very much for taking time out to be here today. It's great to see both of you. Wonderful to be here. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let me start with you, Cheryl. And, okay. uh, you can, uh, you just celebrated 16 years, uh, with the Catholic Foundation. And now you have uh, moved up in this new role, Senior Vice President of Donor Relations. So, first of all, congratulations. And Thank can you, you tell me a little bit about, uh, I guess the, the, the previous role and then the new role and what that means for the Catholic Foundation overall? Sure. Well, in my previous role, which, uh, Dorena is taking over now, I uh, worked with a development team, Michael George and Elizabeth Murray and Bill, uh, to uh, to direct the development uh, program. And we, and you know this, uh, but we don't fundraise. Yes. And so development in our world means developing relationships with people. And uh, we've got many donors and a lot of territory to cover. So we're excited to have Darina with us because that adds to our capacity. Plus, she's no stranger to development. So um, that's very helpful. And we're delighted to have her join us. So in my donor relations role, that's going to free me up a little bit to uh, work closer with donors and spend a little more time with them and develop uh, program, develop charitable giving plans for them uh, in a in a more deeper way, a little bit uh, legacy giving and through wills and bequests and just reach out and touch people more. So mm-hmm. that's going to give me a little bit more time to do that, which is what I love doing. Yeah. And, um, and you're really, uh, both of you are such people persons. Uh, in fact, I just gave the longest tour I've ever given in my life because every time <laughs> we stopped and we walked three feet, I got into some other conversation, and which is a good thing because I'm a people person myself. So uh, now as we bring on Darina uh, O'Dowd-Padian, you're going to first of all notice a little bit of an accent in her voice. <laughs> and uh, as I mentioned, uh, she most recently was executive director for Texas, uh, in Texas for the Ireland funds. And that's going to give you a little bit of a hint as to uh, where she hails from. Now the new vice president of development at the Catholic Foundation. And so, 
what prompted the move and uh, what uh, was attractive to you, Dorena, uh, for to, to be working with the Catholic Foundation now? Thank you, Dave. Um, I, as you mentioned, worked for the Ireland Funds for over three and a half years as their director. And in that role, I was developing donor relations here in Texas and Colorado for nonprofit organizations in Ireland for their support. And when um, the position became open, at the Catholic Foundation, I was intrigued and because I'm very familiar with the Catholic Foundation. And funnily enough, um, because of the wonderful virtual masses that they provided through our pandemic, um, it was another weekly reminder about the good work at the Catholic Foundation. So it was, um, to me, uh, a natural uh, progression to set up a, a conversation with Matt Kramer, the CEO and president, to learn more about the opportunity. And, you know, here I am, and I couldn't be happier, delighted to be serving our donors here in Dallas and serving the Catholic community at large as well. So a wonderful opportunity and delighted to join the team along with Cheryl, Bill, Elizabeth, Michael, and, and Matt as well. Yeah, and uh, I think just that, that uh, beautiful accent itself will uh, create such so many great conversations. Of course, <laughs> I'm married to an Irish woman. I got married in Ireland and uh, have been there many times. Congratulations. And uh, raising three little, three little Irish-American kids. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us the story. When did you come to America? Why? And uh, just maybe just anything you'd like to say about the Irish-American connection. Absolutely. Um, I was one of the lucky Irish who... W- um, won a green card in a lottery program called the Morrison Visa, and it was in 1994 when my name was was taken out of a vat and uh, got the letter to say you have now been approved to move to America. Oh, so wow. you uh, have to pretty much drop what you're doing and you have six months to relocate to the States. And I was very fortunate to have several of my friends from the Shannon Hotel School of Management who were working in the States. One in particular was working here in Dallas and um, arrived here on the potato boat. Uh, he picked me up at DFW and um, got a wonderful opportunity to work for the Four Seasons Hotels mm. here in Las Colinas, which I can see out yeah, your window. right in our backyard yes, right here. exactly. And that was in 1995. So mm. I've been here over 26 years. Yeah, yes. right. Very uh, fortunate. And uh, I think I read that uh, your family remembers the St. Monica and you've got we some are. daughters uh, at St. <laughs> Ursuline and so you're you're pretty well established in the, the Dallas Diocese already in yes. the, the Catholic scene, right? That's right. St. Monica Parish is our parish and our children uh, attend St. Monica, Ursuline, and our oldest just started at KU, so we have a Jayhawk in our house. They're <laughs> 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 so very happy about uh, that. That's and, great. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Cheryl, you, we talked about your new position and the cultivation of uh, relationships and people and all that. Uh, can you give uh, our listeners an overview of how the Catholic Foundation is doing? Uh, and, and maybe some people may not even know the overall mission. I know you do a lot of things, but uh, what's uh, what's the latest news or uh, how, how are things going at the Catholic Foundation overall? Well, everything's going wonderfully well. We uh, have had two um, years of extreme growth, which has been uh, very exciting for us. Uh, we've built our donor base. Our uh, net assets have grown. Um, and people have been, everybody thought that during COVID that people would step back and things would quiet down. But just the opposite is yeah. true. People have given more. They've uh, developed more funds. They've developed more 
legacy planning as well. So uh, the foundation has grown in all sorts of ways. And like you say, we do a lot of different things. But our main mission is to promote uh, compassionate charitable giving and to help donors create charitable giving plans that that they want to create to carry out their charitable vision. So we work with them to figure out how we can do what they want to do, what are the charitable giving tools we can use uh, to accomplish that, because there are quite a few charitable giving tools that are out there, and they're not all... It's not a laundry list for everybody because Mm -hmm. you have to figure out what is the donor trying to do and how can we best accomplish that? How can we make their charitable vision come to fruition and maximize the uh, best tax benefit for Mm -hmm. them? So that's that's what we do when we're working with particular donors. And, you know, it takes a long time because people will sit down with you and they don't know exactly what they want or what they need. Yeah. So yeah. you talk through it, and they may go home and not call you back for 10 years. <laughs> and, and that happens quite often. But when yeah. the time is right and when they're ready and when things are at the appropriate time in their life, they might call you back, and then you create these plans and go from there. And they become very good friends, and um, we've developed a lot of wonderful relationships through the years. Yeah, very nice. Uh, this is the interview of the week, and uh, honored to have in studio with me from the Catholic Foundation, Dorena O'Dowd-Padian, the new Vice President of Development, and also Cheryl Yunus Mansour, who has uh, been appointed Senior Vice President of Donor Relations. Uh, you can find out more about the Catholic Foundation uh, at a very easy-to-remember website, catholicfoundation.com catholicfoundation.com as well and uh, recently uh, you two were given a a very high praise and a wonderful compliment uh, by Matt Kramer, President and CEO of the Catholic Foundation. He called you two, quote, great examples of professionals with high moral character, deep faith and a passion to serve others Uh, end quote (laughs) Uh, high praise there. Dorina, I want to ask you, uh, Cheryl talked about kind of donor relations Mm -hmm. and her her strategy you being new, I think September 20th was your first day with the Catholic Foundation. What is your kind of donor relations strategy or, or how do you approach that part of your, of your job? Well, Cheryl mentioned it already. It is actually the, the basis of, of our jobs is donor relations. And um, fortunately for, for me, um, throughout my career in both the hotel industry and my previous role in with the Ireland Funds, I mean, donor relations or serving a customer is really what the focus is and how to uh, develop and strengthen those relationships. Yeah. Um, this is definitely a relationship um, business. And we're very, very fortunate because we have um, established many, many um, strong donors over the last 65 years with yeah. this foundation. And we are in the process of meeting new donors and developing those relationships. Obviously, with COVID and the pandemic, um, we were challenged with without being able to meet people face to face, which which can be um, it can develop a little bit of a, a barrier. Yeah. However, you know, we I think we all in our field realize how important it is to keep that contact and make those phone calls, um, cards, write notes, the special touches, remembering birthdays, you know, all the little things that it takes to maintain a strong relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're very fortunate with a lot of loyalty with our foundation 
and the donors that we have established already. And I know that we're just going to grow in our donor base um, throughout the Metroplex with, with all the parishes that we've, we're, ser- we're serving yes. consistently. You know, I, I told you all the story before we started recording about when I first started in Catholic Radio, somebody said, you got to get to know the Catholic Foundation. And uh, that was more from a recipient standpoint of uh, being able to receive grants, which we have on, on several occasions. And we've been so grateful. In fact, uh, Cecil Anderson's uh, you know first year salary was uh, was provided by the Catholic Foundation. And she's been an amazing blessing. So, Cheryl, can you talk about that angle of the Catholic Foundation and the kind of organizations that you mentioned parishes that... Over the years, you know, I think two grant cycles per year, you all are able to bless uh, with the the, do- the donations and the, the 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 money that's provided by people who come and say, "I want you, you to help me with my charitable needs." What kind of groups are eligible to be to be assisted? Well, can I back up a minute? Oh, sir, Dave, if you don't mind, we have two things going on at the Catholic Foundation. First of all, we have our unrestricted philanthropy fund. And then we've got donors who create charitable funds and charitable trust where they can make recommendations of where their money should go. But the, but the philanthropy fund is where unrestricted grants come from. And that's, those are the grants like you received and the churches and schools received where, uh, it's a, an endowment that money is uh, distributed from. And then we've got several restricted funds, not several, really many restricted funds where the donor has passed, passed away, but has told us what their charitable interests are. So we use those funds as well to grant back out into the community. So what we do is we take grant requests from the Catholic community and we vet those and see who's qualified. And then our trustees go out and do site visits to all these different organizations to determine the need and to see whether the request is a viable request and whether we can meet it. And of course, there's never enough money to meet all the requests, Mm -hmm. but we do our best to divide the money up that's available. Like you said, we we do this in the fall and in the spring. And uh, so we... We sit down and the trustees go through the grant request and determine how much can we afford to give each one of these institutions and support everybody. And basically, that's what we do. We might not be able to fulfill the whole request, but we really do try and help just about everybody that comes to us with a need. And so that money comes from our unrestricted philanthropy fund. Okay. Okay. So we try and uh, build on that fund and people will leave, uh, uh, will leave a bequest in their will or they'll just give us an out and out donation for the philanthropy fund. And the philanthropy fund is what's funding the televised masses. Yeah, right. Which have been going on for a while, and uh, yeah, and I know those continue, right? They every continue. every Sunday, Spanish and English. And as I the trustees uh, approved uh, a request to 
go ahead and fund it for another year. Mm. So it's going to be funded through 2022 as well. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're excited about yeah, that. Yeah, that's news. We'll have yeah. to put a spot on the air about that. Uh-huh. I know we've, we've been promoting it. Uh, thank you, Cheryl. Uh, Doreen, let me ask you about, you mentioned the Four Seasons and you had, you had worked here, I think going all the way back to the, to the mid-90s when you first got <laughs> over here from Ireland. Uh, how th- There seems to be a similarity between... Um, the, the the hospitality service industry and maybe the experience you had there with what you're doing now because this is really ultimately about serving people so how do you see that uh, maybe the what you've learned in the hospitality industry uh, helping you now in your new position absolutely i completely agree dave um, i think the foundation of service in the um, hospital in the hotel and hospitality industry is really what sets us apart yeah. from our competitors and in this role and um, we are serving not only our donors but the community in Dallas is the Diocese of Dallas and all the wonderful organizations that we are able to grant funds for. Um, they w- it's all about service. It yeah. really is fully about service. And um, it's, it's an honor and privilege to be able to serve our community and our donors as well. Um, both are equally important. And again, it goes back to those relationships and being able to strengthen those relationships with our participation. Yeah. It must be a blessing also to have your predecessor in the office Absolutely. with you. It's not like she, you know, went off to, to retire That's and any right. I'm sure you've said, hey, can you help me with this? Uh, probably because, about 20 times a day. <laughs> it's very, very lucky. And yeah. and I did, I do tell Cheryl how much I appreciate having her there and the yeah. support. Um, her knowledge is immense and uh, she's a fantastic resource for me. So very, very grateful for that. All right. Uh, we are down to our last uh, five minutes or so. I want to ask you a few other questions, if I may, and uh, there is a Catholic Foundation dinner that happens uh, just about every year, and it's always one of my favorite events to go to, and I wanted to ask you, Cheryl, about this event coming up in early 2022. I don't know if the date has been set, but there's always an honoree. There's always a, a fun video that's shown. And I, I just, and, and like you said, it's not a, it's not a fundraiser per se where, you know, somebody gets up and, you know, and asks for money, which, you know, we do at our events and a lot of groups do. But, uh, next year, Lydia and Dan Novikov are going to be the honorees. And can you tell us, our listeners, what we you know about the event and also perhaps why they were chosen to be honored next year? Well, the event's on February the 19th at the Anatole Hotel, and uh, we are honoring Dan and Lydia for a lifetime of philanthropic work. They have done so much in our community, not just for the Catholic community, but for the whole Dallas community. And they have set an example, and they're following the example of their parents who did the same thing um, before them and taught them philanthropy. And they've been out there on the front lines giving their time and energy to help countless numbers of organizations. Too many for me to even name, but they've helped the Catholic Foundation too. They've served on the board. They are, they, uh, Lydia continues to be chairman of our advisory council and Dan is on a committee that helps me with professional advisor seminar. Uh, that's just to name one thing that they do for us, but they're always there for us. So, and I could go on and on. So I hope people will read the bio, uh, their bio. Yeah. 
in the, uh, I think it was in the Texas Catholic. Yeah, and the tickets are on sale? The, Texas, uh, the, yeah, the tickets are on sale. They're $300 a person, or you can do a uh, sponsorship for $5,000 or $10,000, um, either one. And they all, those, those sponsorships provide premier seating and, uh, premier parking. And, uh, the $300 tickets or $3,000 for a table, um, is, uh, provide dinner, the video, the show. It's all, it's all, it's a lovely evening. And like you said, it is not a fundraiser. No auctions, mm-hmm. no ask. Yeah. It is simply to celebrate Catholic philanthropy in our community and to honor someone who has set that example. Yeah, and I, I do like to say it's a it's a must go to event. I've always enjoyed it so much. You get to meet a lot of people, and there's like sure. the cocktail hour, and I, I just I, I love the scene. <laughs> I, I love those, and I've been to I think most of them mm-hmm. at least in the last uh, ten or fifteen years. Uh, Dorena, I think by my calculations, as of this recording, you've been on the job about. Three weeks or two and a half weeks or thereabouts? Yeah, or? they still ask me back. I think <laughs> in my role, just a little over two weeks. Yeah, a little so over two weeks. What, uh, <laughs> what have you, you been able to accomplish so far? What have you done? Have you had some in-person you know, meet and greets with uh, potential donors? Or, or what, how, how have the first three weeks treated you? I have actually had a couple of one-on-one with some of our donors. Um, some of our donors from the Ireland Funds have crossed over to the Catholic Foundation, so a lot of familiarity with, with a number of our donors. Um, a couple of nights ago, we hosted the Legacy Circle Dinner, and that was at Northwood Country Club. So that was our first in-person mm. event, um, I would imagine, since since the pandemic. Oh, so wow. it was a wonderful evening. I um, got to meet our board of trustees, got to meet the bishop, um, Bishop Burns, got to meet um, several wonderful, wonderful, generous donors and friends of the foundation that um, I would know by name but not by face so it was Mm -hmm. a wonderful evening very exciting for those who were able to attend because many of them hadn't seen each other in um you know over a year and uh, the face-to-face interaction the excitement in the room it was definitely celebratory just to be able to uh, socialize with friends again and it was our opportunity to thank those donors for their continued support, um, especially face to face again through the pandemic and over the number of years that they've been with us. It was a wonderful evening. So I felt very fortunate to have that event right after I began because it gave me an opportunity to meet uh, many of our donors that night. Yeah, praise God. And uh, Cheryl, let me close with you because Diane's giving me the, you got one minute left uh, warning and uh, just kind of, you know, the person listening right now and they've heard the two of you speak and a lot about the Catholic Foundation and your positions. Uh, what's your message to the average listener out there of Catholic Radio of what they can do to help when they when they visit CatholicFoundation.com? Of course, they can get their tickets for the February 19th event, uh, but what else is what, what are the bullet points or what, what? how can they help you or, or how could you help them perhaps? Well, we can help them with their charitable giving now and we can create plans for their charitable giving after they're gone. We can create funds that would take care of that. We can answer any questions that they might have. There's never an obligation just to sit down with me, Dorena, Michael, or Elizabeth and just uh, explore the possibilities of what's available and how the Catholic Foundation can help them with their charitable giving. And so we're, we're there. We're always there. We're always happy to uh, visit with them. And like I said, there's never an obligation 
uh, on their part. So uh, we just enjoy meeting people and enjoy telling our story and uh, letting them know what we can do and what we do do out there in the community with the churches and the schools and the other social service agencies. So um, I welcome you to call us. You can find the, our numbers on our website. Like uh, Dave said, it's catholicfoundation.com. All our names are there. All our numbers are there. So uh, please give us a call. We all would right. welcome the opportunity. I expect you all to get bombarded with phone calls right after this airs. Okay? So come on, that. listeners, don't let us down. The <laughs> CatholicFoundation.com. And again, congratulations. Uh, Cheryl Eunice Mansour, appointed Senior Vice President of Donor Relations. And also Darina O'Dowd. Hadian is the new Vice President of Development. So congratulations again to both of you, and thank you so much for taking time out of what I know is a very busy schedule to be with me today. And, of course, Bill Kula. Uh, Thanks to him, the Director of Communications and Marketing, and also Ana Chavez, who is here. And we'll have to do an interview sometime about uh, Crystal Ray and how that intersects with the mission of uh, Catholic Foundation and the great training that uh, these students are being afforded, not only at Catholic Foundation, but at other uh, uh, places as well as they you know, make their way into uh, adulthood and their their own working life. And so thanks uh, to Bill and Anna for being here as well. Thanks also to Diane Xavier for running the board flawlessly today. And uh, I like to say, if you have any suggestions for future interviews, make my life easier like Bill does. Just give me suggestions. You can email me directly, Dave Palmer at GRN online.com and say, hey, I heard that interview of the week. I think you ought to interview this person. And nine times out of ten, the answer is yes. Let's do it. If it's local and Catholic, (laughs) the answer is yes. So anyways, thanks for everybody for listening. And again, don't forget that website, catholicfoundation.com, and learn more about the mission and good work of the Catholic Foundation here in North Texas in the Diocese of Dallas. This has been the KTH 910 AM Interview of the Week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. God bless you. Want to increase savings, reduce personal debt, grow closer to God, strengthen personal relationships? The Faith and Money Matters Bible Study can help. Join St. Anne Catholic Parish in Capel for an informational session on Sunday, October 24th in room 139 on Sunday evening. The event begins at 6.30 p.m. To learn more about this six-week small group study, visit stannparish.org or call 972-393-5544. World Mission Sunday is October 24th. At Mass that Sunday, we pray for missionaries and give generously to the Collection for the Society for the Propagation of the Faith to support the Pope's missions around the globe. In a world where so much divides us, World Mission Sunday rejoices in our unity as missionaries. On October 24th, World Mission Sunday, pray and give generously. Visit worldmissionmonth.org for more information. KATH 910 AM welcomes Dr. Wynn, a member of St. Vincent de Paul Parish and owner of Pantego Dental and Orthodontic Center as a new sponsor. They're located at 1810 South Bowen Road in Pantego. They offer general and cosmetic dental services, including implants, braces, Invisalign, and laser pain relief for TMJ, TMD, and jaw pain. With the calendar year coming to an end, some dental benefits may expire on December 31st. Pantego Dental and Orthodontic Center can be reached at 817-274-1825. That's 817-274-1825.
Why does the Catholic Foundation exist? There are many reasons. The Catholic Foundation exists to fulfill the religious, educational, and charitable needs of the North Texas Catholic community. We exist to raise the level of excellence of institutions that serve our region. The Catholic Foundation exists to inspire and facilitate personal generosity. We exist to steward endowments that will support the charitable organizations people care about and that those in our community need for decades. The Catholic Foundation exists to make sure Catholic churches and schools have a protective roof and that those facilities have proper heating, air conditioning, and smart technologies. We exist to ensure Catholic youth camps can expand and enhance their educational programs. You're invited to give through the Catholic Foundation to your favorite charitable organization or cause. To learn more about the Catholic Foundation, contact us at 972-661-9792 or visit catholicfoundation.com. Together, we are the foundation. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of the KTH 910 AM Interview of the Week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. I'm Dave Palmer, host of the program. And uh, we are going to be talking, uh, this is going to be an interesting interview of the week because uh, we are going to have a special guest here in uh, about uh, five to ten minutes. And there's another special guest in studio as well. So uh, this is kind of an interesting one. We're going to be piecing things together if all works out as planned. But what we're talking about uh, is a men's conference that's coming up. It's called Experitus 2021, and it is sponsored by the North Texas Catholic Brothers for Christ. And I am delighted to have the music minister of the Brothers for Christ, Manny Trevino, uh, in with me to talk about this event, which is going to be Saturday, November 6th at Good Shepherd Catholic Community Parish in Colleyville, 8 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. with a very, very special speaker who I'll let Manny uh, introduce. Uh, Manny, uh, thanks for coming in and good to see you. Well, hello, Dave. Thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to, to share with the people uh, about what we have coming up. Uh, yes, we are, uh, Catholic Brothers for Christ. Uh, we are a men's movement and, uh, we actually are committed to building the body of Christ, uh, uniting brothers together, witnessing the gospel in all areas of our lives. And of course, building, uh, programs for our community. So, uh, as you mentioned, we have a fall conference coming up. It is in, uh, it is going to be, uh, on November 6th. Uh, from 8 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Good Shepherd Community, uh, Catholic Community, and the location for that is uh, 1000 Tinker Road, Colleyville, Texas. And I know you're anxious to hear who's coming. Yeah. Let's go ahead and let the cat out of the, out of the box. Okay. This is, uh, I will say, this is somebody who I've seen live a few times, and yes. he is just outstanding and a very appropriate speaker for this year as well. So let's pretend there's a drum roll. And uh, who is going to be okay. the speaker for the conference? So Father Don Calloway, Father Donald Calloway from the Marians of the Immaculate Conception uh, will be coming and talking to us at this conference uh, I'm sure many of our, our listeners have heard of Father Calloway as he has led or he wrote a book for the consecration uh, to St. Joseph. Never heard of it. What are you talking about? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. My family and I did it. That's a yes. wonderful, wonderful book. Yes, yes it is. And, and it's, it's especially powerful for men because it, it gives us an insight and a growth of how, trying to follow the way St. Joseph was. Yeah. And uh, in doing so... Uh, it, it brings you closer to Jesus. It brings you closer to uh, following the way he 
the way he led his family. Yeah. And, and yeah. it can help us lead our family. So, uh, again, uh, we have Father Calloway coming up on November 6th. Uh, there are uh, limited seats. So uh, we need to make sure that uh, we we get in quickly, as quickly as we can. So. Yeah, and like 300 total seats, and uh, it's kind of a long story as to why that's the case, but uh, it is the case, and so if you're listening to this right now, and uh, you're down to just a couple of weeks uh, until this event, so please uh, get your tickets. You can go to, am I, am I right, CatholicBrothersForChrist.com? That is correct. Uh, okay, CatholicBrothersForChrist.com, and again, Experitus 2021 Fall Conference with Father Donald Calloway speaking about and this is going to be really the last um you know month of the year of saint joseph so really this is coming to a close that is correct and i'm i'm pretty sure he will mention that uh how how it's coming on december the 8th is when the year ends and uh but he's also going to provide us means and ways to continue our our commitment our consecration with saint joseph and continue living the life that uh that St. Joseph demonstrated for us. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, um, the, the, the special surprise that we have, as I kind of alluded to at the beginning of this broadcast, is that we have uh, done an interview with Father Calloway talking about himself. I think most people know who he is, but he is just a gifted, gifted speaker. And what a story he has. And I, I sometimes think he, he may think, you know, everybody's already heard his stories. So I don't know if he's going to tell it or not, you know, getting kicked out of Japan and, <laughs> you know, following the Grateful Dead around and just really living a, a dissolute life. He wasn't the, the kind of young guy that people would say, you're going to be a priest one day. I mean, <laughs> but, uh, he always talks about these little, these little Filipino ladies that, right. uh, just prayed him, uh, and, and uh, so, um, anyways, the, um, the event is Experitus 20. 21 limited seating uh, what what is the cost for tickets manny the cost per ticket is 25 dollars. oh that's nothing but uh, now here's a special thing you know that this is a men's conference correct? yeah yeah well uh for just for this conference we are uh asking we are inviting their uh, uh their spouses women's uh for women to attend oh okay so so uh it's gonna get even it's going to get full even faster than <laughs> than normal. <laughs> That's because, right, uh, right. So really, you only have really room for 150, 200 men, to, if, depending on if they are bringing their spouse or not, that right? That is correct. That is yeah, correct. okay. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and go to the interview with Father Calloway and, uh, and, and play that, and then we're going to come back with Manny and uh, just give some of the details again about how to get tickets and uh, some of the, the, the highlights uh, and, and other things that are going on at this event as well. It won't just be a talk from Father Calloway. There's, there's more to it as well. So uh, we're talking about the Experitus 2021 Fall Conference sponsored by the North Texas Catholic Brothers for Christ. And you can go to catholicbrothersforchrist.com. Speaker will be Father Donald Calloway. It's Saturday, November 6th from 8 until 12.30 p.m. So it's really just the first half of the day. So so here is my interview with Father Donald Calloway. All right, there it is, uh, Father Calloway, and we are wrapping things up. Uh, th- this uh, interview, uh, Manny Trevino here with me. He serves as the music minister for the Catholic Brothers for Christ. And again, the event is going to be Saturday, November 6th, and it's from 8 until 1230. Good Shepherd Catholic Community Parish in Colleyville. Men and their spouses are invited uh, to come. And so um, I-, I see here music and re- reconciliation. There's a lot of other things going on. So can you tell us about maybe how the, those four and a half hours are going to be laid out, Manny? Yes, absolutely. So first, when we arrive and, and go through registration, 
you're going to have a light breakfast. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we'll arrive to a light breakfast, uh, and uh, it'll be uh, a stand-up type thing where we we just uh, socialize and, and visit, and then. Uh, then the program, when it's time for the program, we'll, we'll ask everybody to come down to the actual, to the, uh, to the, uh, not the sanctuary, but the hall where we're actually going to have our, our actual event. And, uh, we'll start with some praise and worship music. My son, Stephen, will yeah. be, uh, will be leading the music for praise and worship. And, uh, as you know, praise and worship is nothing but prayer in song. Yeah, so, right. So we always he who sings prays twice, right? That's right. That's right. We always ask the Holy Spirit to yeah. join us and 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 help us out. Then we're gonna, we're going to go. We'll go right into uh, Father's talk. We'll pro, of course, we'll make some announcements with Catholic brothers and uh, how you can join us, how you can be a part of this men's movement. Uh, very important that uh, we, as we try to grow uh, in Christ, we we socialize, we work with other men to keep that bond going and keep each other accountable. Uh, to, to, to living Christ's life. Yeah. So, uh, then, uh, after that, of course, we'll, we'll listen to Father Calloway, which, uh, as you know, as you've heard already, he, he is a powerful speaker. He yeah. can, he can be funny. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he will touch on his testimony and hopefully yeah. he'll bring his picture when his hair was all the way down <laughs> to his, his belt. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, so, uh, he's got a powerful story, but I'm, he, He's also going to talk to us about how uh, at these times we really need uh, uh, to be heroic. Yeah. And, and, and we need heroic men. We need pure men. And we need uh, to keep our families in Christ. Uh, so, so again, uh, the event is November 6th uh, from 8 to 12.30 p.m. at Good Shepherd Catholic Community. It's in Colleyville. Uh, you can sign up through the CatholicBrothersForChrist.com website, and uh, it's $25, and don't forget to bring your spouse. I do know that there are some uh, young ladies that wanted to come real bad, so they're bringing their dads. So, oh, and that's right. okay. okay. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. You know? But uh, it, it, the, the conference will be right. directed at men, but, of course, women. In fact, if I may, real quick, yeah. the way— we got in contact with Father Calloway as Mary and I were sitting watching a video, and she told me, that's who you need to get. Yeah, so yeah. I reached out to Father Calloway through his website, and boom, here we are. So women have a big part in our lives. Yeah, if it wasn't so. for a, a woman named Mary, doesn't that sound so appropriate that uh, well, this would not have ever happened? Yes. Okay, in more ways than one, Mary uh, had intervened uh, in this. So, all right, Manny, thanks so much. Uh, again, Manny Trevino's uh, our guest, and uh, of course, Father Calloway, great to hear from him as well. The tickets are available, $25. Gosh, that's that's a steal, and you're getting a light breakfast as well, and music, and a great talk. I mean, that's that's the best bargain in town. It really and, is. Excuse me. And adoration. And adoration. Okay. <laughs> and reconciliation. <laughs> yeah. Hard to put a price on those, right? Uh, CatholicBrothersForChrist.com. CatholicBrothersForChrist.com. Time is running out. Limited seating. Uh, by the time this airs, who knows? We might be down to the, the last hundred seats or so. And it's Saturday, November 6th, 12, 8 to 1230, Good Shepherd Catholic Community Parish in Colleyville with Father Donald Calloway, the author of St. Joseph, The Wonders of Our Spiritual Father. Manny, thanks for coming in. Good to see you. And, uh, I look forward to seeing you, uh, at the, at the conference. Thank you, Dave. All right. This has been the interview of the week, uh, here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. 
And uh, if you have any suggestions for future shows, always like and when people reach out. Uh, if it's local and Catholic, it fits this program. Just email me, Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. God bless you. Thanks for joining us for this week's KATH 910 AM Interview of the Week. We hope you've enjoyed this presentation of Catholic news and information pertinent to North Texas Catholics. Please join us again next week at the same time for another KATH 910 AM Interview of the Week. Hear that? That's St. Francis Village, a Catholic retirement community located in southwest Fort Worth on Benbrook Lake, a quiet place in a 250-acre country setting where you will love to live, enjoy the deer and turkeys, and walk to daily mass. If you are 62 and independent, call Mike at 817-292-5786 to get on the wait list and begin enjoying your retirement. Cottage rates starting at under 900 a month include utilities. Call St. Francis Village and ask for Mike, 817-292-5786. Attention married couples, Worldwide Marriage Encounters providing a marriage enrichment weekend retreat at the Atrium Hotel in Irving on Friday, November 12th through Sunday, November 14th. All married couples who want to strengthen their marriage are encouraged to attend this enrichment retreat and learn how to be the best, most loving and thriving couple you can be. Visit WWME.org or call 214-240-5942 to find out more information about the November 12th through November 14th enrichment weekend retreat and to register. Little Angels Catholic Store in Capel is a sponsor of KTH 910 AM. With the Advent and Christmas seasons right around the corner, they invite you to visit their store to begin shopping for the perfect Catholic gifts for your loved ones. Little Angels has a variety of books, jewelry, crucifixes, statues, music, and more. They're located at 600 East Sandy Lake Road in Capel, right down the street from St. Anne Parish. You can visit them on Facebook or online at littleangelscatholicstore.com. St. Paul Catholic Parish in Richardson invites all KTH 910 AM listeners to its 2021 Fall Parish Festival called St. Paula Palooza. It takes place on the weekend of Saturday, October 30th, beginning at 3 p.m. through Sunday, October 31st. Come and enjoy live entertainment, games, a chili cook-off, a haunted house, face painting, carnival events, and a petting zoo, and, of course, great food and drinks. For more information, call the parish office at 972-235-6105. This is Julie Carrick, host of We Sing Our Faith on the Guadalupe Radio Network, sharing with you a song today from Sarah Kroger. It's a traditional hymn of our church, The King of Love My Shepherd Is, with a little bit added in from Sarah herself. And Sarah's music can be found at sarahkroger.com or, of course, wesingourfaith.org. And now, The King of Love My Shepherd Is. King of love, my shepherd is, whose goodness fills me never. I nothing lack if. 
with grief and shame weighed down. Now scornfully surrounded with thorns, thine only crown. How pale thou art with anguish, with For listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.